Welcome to Season 4 of Paychecks Pulse, an HR podcast where HR professionals can find great insights on today's top issues and be inspired to build and lead effective teams in a healthier workplace. Hi, everyone. Rob Parsons here. Welcome to Season 4 of Paychecks Pulse. We're joined again by Gene Meister, founding partner of Future Workplace and now EVP of Executive Networks. Today, we'll be talking about the latest round of research Jean and her team have conducted for Paychecks, focused on employee sentiments around better learning opportunities. Jean, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Rob. I'm excited to dig into this particular set of results on the importance of learning and development. You know, this is such a this is such a big topic, and you and I have touched on it. I'm glad you're focusing on it exclusively uh, with this round of research. And it was interesting. The big takeaway was the impact training can have on employee loyalty, not just engagement or productivity, but loyalty. Can you share a little more detail around what you found? Yeah, well, employees um, really are looking to their employer for continuous development uh, helping them grow their skills for their current job and for their next job. So what we found was actually um, 63% of the sample that we interviewed, which was 600 um, workers from small to mid-sized companies, said that they would be more likely to stay with an organization, be loyal to their employer, if they had better career advancement and learning and development opportunities. But for employers, it's a lot more nuanced than just spending more money on learning and development. I believe that. it's it's It covers such a wide net. There's There's job training, their skills training, their soft skills. Did you see any gaps in the types of training that employers are providing right now? Anything that it, that people should be thinking about that could maybe set them apart? Yes, yes. So we asked, um, we specifically asked hard skills and soft skills. We asked these workers, what were the hard skills they really wanted to grow and develop? And what were the soft skills? So for for, um, hard skills, it was data analytics, computer skills, and marketing skills. And we saw a difference between where somebody worked, whether they worked remote or in person. And that I thought was interesting because we've continued to segment all our responses by someone's work model, and of course, by their generation. Um, so for fully remote workers, they were really needing more marketing skills. Um, and, you know, if they're, it it's, does make a bit of sense here, right? If you're working mostly at home, you're needing to help in marketing yourself, your personal brand, and just overall writing and marketing skills. Um, so, and though, for those on in the office, their top hard skill was data analytics how, and how to tell a story with data. Um, and then we asked soft skills and soft skills 
Um, the, the key ones that employees were wanting were time management, digital literacy being really understanding your way around different technologies, leadership, and of course, communication skills, right? Um, and But the one skill that I think was missing from this soft skill list was just a core skill around resilience. Um, and given the, the pandemic and what we've all gone through, um, that's a skill that we, we have to be aware of and grow and develop within ourselves, right? And that's just adapting to changes and stresses in your life. That makes so much sense. And that's something we've talked a lot about here at Paychecks too, but just even internally, uh, you've got to bounce back from 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 setbacks, from challenges in and out of the workspace. No question. Yeah, yeah. So, and and I think with um, with the soft skills, the um, the fully in person segment were focused more on digital literacy. Um, they and the ones that were remote were more focused on wanting to grow their communication skills, and this. Also, um, when we looked at the generations, the younger generations are identifying um, a need to develop and grow in communication skills as well. I can see that. Um, of course, career advancement is top of mind for most employees. And, yeah. and at least what I've, I've, I've seen in the research is it soft skills that are holding people back. I can be very good at my, my job, my role, but I may not be an ideal candidate to manage a team or lead a team yet. What did you find around career advancement and, and what employees were thinking and seeing there? Well, with career advancement, um, every, the number one issue is how do I grow and develop for my next job at the company? That's what individuals are looking at. And what's interesting is um, the, the importance of this, McKinsey did a very large study, much larger than our 600, and they found that three out of four frontline workers want, are looking for career advancement in their current role, but only one out of four are able to achieve this. So, so it's really, how do we make, how do we give more visibility to your workers on how they can get ahead in their company, because we know with the great resignation, whatever we're going to call it, there's there has been so much movement in the last year and a half that employers really want to um, keep the workers they have. And one way to do that is to make it visible on what are the skills you need to grow and develop in that next role in the company. So that becomes really important in, in using career uh, learning and development as a way to um, develop lo greater loyalty and retention in your workforce. For sure. Really just making that path obvious. But I, I, I've got to think you saw some differences in different industries career paths can vary so widely, the kind of training I need, the, the nature of my workforce. What did you see with different industries? 
So the the number one industry where companies are spending actually the largest amount of money is professional services and and education and those those industries you they do have pretty clear career paths. It's the hospitality industries where there's such great turnover um, and not a, a, a clear career path for individuals. Those are the ones that um, employers have to really focus on, right? How can I show the amount of money our company is investing in learning and development and show you a career path? Um, again, I said it was nuanced. It's not enough to just spend more. It, you really have to be able to communicate um, how you can build your path within the company. And that's an incentive to stay with the company. I, I, I don't think this was part of your research, but there's got to be a layer too. Um, if I've got a team, I can identify those people who are taking advantage of the opportunities. Those are the people that I want to encourage. I want to keep an eye on because they're investing in them in themselves and making themselves more valuable to the company, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. And you know, if an employer, there are other ways. Be you know, beyond internal um, training, you can help fund external certifications and external boot camps. Um, to grow and develop one's skill set. And you know, you know, and then find out if someone's completed it and, you know, mm -hmm. how they're planning on using these skills within the company. You, you touched on it earlier, but I know we always look at differences in the generations and how just yes. uh, people of my age are different than people of my daughter's age. Um, no question. You, you touched that the, you saw some differences. Can you elaborate a little bit on that a little bit more? Yes. Um, well, the younger generation um, is, is looking for more skills in communication skills and growing marketing skills. And actually, marketing skills become more important the younger you are. So, you know, they sort of build in importance from boomer to Xer to uh, millennial, to Gen Z, um, and then importantly, growing one's personal, both oral communication and written communication skills. Also important, the younger you are in the, in the generation sphere. I think, you know, this research reinforces what we know in terms of boomers and, and Xers wanting to hone computer software skills and analytical skills. Those were the skill sets that were most in demand the older you were along the generational spectrum. I, I know at Paychex, you know, as part of our uh, software system, we offer an LMS that can provide a lot of these training opportunities. Um, but a lot of companies don't just readily have access to a data analytics class or a building your brand class. What, what, what advice would you give to the HR professionals and, and the people trying to help their people in these companies to kind of seek out this, these training opportunities for their people? Good question, Rob. And there's a growing number of what's called MOOCs, Massive Open Online Courses from Coursera, 
from edX, which just merged with a bigger entity called To You, from Future Learn. And many of these courses are six weeks, maybe 10 weeks, very, some are free and you only pay when you want to get a, a verified certificate. And even then it's often under a hundred dollars. So there's a lot of a small to mid-sized company can do on a small budget to reinforce the importance of growing one's skills as a way to move in your career and importantly, stay with your employer. I love that. Just that, that access to, to resources. So, so important. Um, any last thoughts, anything you saw in the research or any last thoughts around this whole realm of, of development and upskilling and training and career pathing? Well, yeah, we we also looked, and as we as you know, we do a, a an article with each one of these surveys, and um, we have some tips for employers. And the first one is um, really to conduct a survey within your own company on what's the overall satisfaction with the learning and development you're offering today. And we encourage employers to segment this in a similar fashion to the way we segmented our research by generation, by um, where you work, whether you're fully on-site, remote, or hybrid, um, and really look at differences within your own employee population. Um, and then ask Ask your workers, you know, exactly not only what are the skills they need, but what is the ideal delivery method of this learning and development? Because it does vary. With remote workers, they pre really prefer access to online courses like MOOCs in certain categories. And with people working in person, they would like more in-person or a hybrid approach to growing and developing their skills. So I think. We can't take a one size fits all. And um, and it's pretty easy to do just a quick 10 question survey. And you'll learn a lot on how you want to grow and develop your workforce. Such a great point. Why, why guess when you can just ask? Right, exactly. <laughs> well, Jean, thank you once again for joining the podcast. It's always great talking to you. And uh, it's, it's just always so nice. And I'm really excited about your, your move to New York. I, I think that's going to be yes. a lot of fun getting back to the city again. Exactly. I'm looking forward to moving back to New York City in 2023. Thanks and have a wonderful holiday to you, Rob, your family and all your listeners. Oh, thank you, Jean. And thank you to our listeners for joining us as well. It's, it's great always to have you. Uh, and as always, please stay happy and healthy. Be sure to subscribe to this and our Paychecks Thrive business podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Looking for more ways to keep your finger on the pulse of industry dynamics? Visit our resource center for the latest research, thought leadership, and news at paychecks.com slash works. That's W-O-R-X. Thanks again for joining us. Until next time, please stay happy and healthy. This podcast is property of Paychex Incorporated 2022, all rights reserved.